Greetings, Maltopians. Are you looking to delve deeper into the world of Maltopia? Then check out our Patreon, where you can find written mythos pieces, world maps, found footage, art, Patreon-exclusive shows, and more. Just go to patreon.com forward slash Maltopia and join one of our tiers for access to great new content. Brave the forbidden and embrace the darkness. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. Selling a little or a lot. Shopify helps you do your thing however you chiching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a T-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your health care. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com.
which was shot today as police arrived to investigate two grisly murders. They say the women's feet were sewn together at the bottom of some pipes to avoid near images of each other. As the wind began to deliver more of the festival music, it became clear the melodies were sickly rather than saccharine, like cotton candy that had fallen to the ground, infested with ants. Nearby trees began to wilt and stumble at the sound of the approaching jubilee, their copper lamps twinkling to the ground like disgraced Christmas ornaments. The autumn leaves turned dead and brown, curling in on themselves like burning paper. This darkened world was unapologetic, even brazen, showcasing strangeness with the speed and crudeness of a traveling snake oil salesman. The circus music grew louder. Again, I felt the scorch of my sister's thirst. They stared up at me, vibrating with giddy impatience, barely containing their eagerness for my permission. I sighed and brought them giggling and grinning into this new world. Two happy children clutching tickets to the big top. How could I deny them? Children so loved the circus. I saw it first as a dancing moon in the displaced sky, spinning like a giant top. The circus was descending the impossible stretch of night caught beneath the ceiling of the forest. Instantly, the cavernous woods became the backdrop upon which was projected a gigantic magic lantern show, coagulating light and shadow sculptures of lurching freak shows, crooked lines of groaning carnival rides, secreted shadow puppets pressed grotesquely against the taut skin of lurching circus tents. They glided down nameless, these faceless crowds, whispering out from the deep recesses of the surrounding woods. They took their places among the congealing spirits of the spectral circus, gawking and cheering at the solidifying sights. Once the circus was entirely manifest, I felt myself drawn to the tent with the brightly overstated banner that announced, The inimitable Mr. Gone in his magic box from the great and vanishing nowhere. I merged with the surrounding crowd pouring beneath the banner and into the high steepled tent, the sounds of blazing autumnal leaves crackling underfoot. I eagerly took my seat among the spectating specters, hoping to see what might pass for magic in this newer, darker world, where wonder walked without worry or consequence. Within moments, intricate lanterns dimmed where they squatted atop alabaster pillars all of them semicircling a stage of polished stone, now wet with bleeding light. The darkness created by the dying lanterns gathered at the center of the stage, wheeling and tumbling like a galactic spiral, ever-growing. A form, tall and gaunt, stepped without the curling dissonance of sight and shadow, its leanness broken only by a ridiculously oversized magician's hat. Here was Mr. Gone, no doubt. 
Against a sheet of cosmically embroidered blackness, stars and nebula turning through endless ink, the magician delivered a magnificent bow to the cries and coos of the audience. His eyes points of strange light against a rippling canvas ceiling. Upon regaining his not insignificant height, he began. What is magic to the magical, if not the common furnishing of the new world banality? This game of lost causalities must be elevated to a new level of absurdity, to a plane of impossibility that draws cries of incredulity from even the insane. Why, I must illuminate the impossible, without spilling so much as a drop of mystery, a balancing act performed upon the cutting edge of a moonbeam, to be sure. But rest assured, my friends, I know the words and ways of the most calamitous magic. If such an outmoded word supplies the things I speak of with even a speck of specificity. I belong to the magician, body and soul. His words were brilliant lights at dusk, zipping above the trees, setting off radon detectors and casting radioactive shadows. I was in awe. Mr. Gone retreated from the edge of the stage tracking the bleeding lamplight across the gleaming stone. Darkness rose up behind the conjurer, assuming various geometric confusions until alighting finally upon the shape of a tall box, carved from equal parts shade and wood. The inimitable illusionist entered the vessel, only his glittering eyes visible, ice chips upon a pillow of infinity. The box closed. I was on my feet, my eyes searching out but not wanting to see. I was desperate not to comprehend, if only to prove the magician to be an honest man. The lanterns died into a universe of cooling pitch. The silence before and after the world. The gloom was unending. I could wait no longer. So I tested the darkness with my hand. My touch cracked open a tall, narrow door, which looked out upon a stage of dull stone. Rows of toppled empty seats wrapping around it on both sides. I stepped out of the box, upon a stage, behind the ancient remains of rusted lanterns and beneath the torn and flapping rags of a canvas ceiling. I now stood beneath an open sky, from which tumbled the remains of the day, illuminating the ruin of an ancient circus that stood crooked and ruined amid the sprawl of a dead forest. I clapped until my hands stung. Here was the great and vanishing nowhere. I was thrilled to think of this new world as a ripped hole in the universe, a fracture in the mechanism of solidity, allowing for passage into everywhere and perhaps nowhere at all. I might very well have been strolling through an inversion of a perversion of a petrification of a dream. And despite the perhaps deliberate attempt at melancholy, I found the aesthetics of the vanishing nowhere to be likably bittersweet a blackened toy in the basement of the universe. The dead forest gradually vanished into a field of diseased corn. There was no sun that I could see, save for a few fractured remnants of daytime, scattered here and there throughout the mostly dark and clouded sky. Occasionally, I glimpsed the passing of orange and gray balloons drifting high overhead. Out of idle curiosity, I decided to backtrack their course. Perhaps I would stumble upon fresh wonders to behold. The landscape slowly sank into a sea of widening shadows, and a single beam of dimming daylight became a mere vertical horizon in the vanishing distance. I noticed that in areas of most concentrated shadow, 
I could feel a bit of resistance to my movement. A pleasant otherworldly physics, that. The wind blew just right, bending the stalks of a nearby wheat field sufficiently downward, and I saw a man standing midway into the swept-back turf, behind what looked like a carnival booth festooned with orange and gray balloons. He appeared to be holding one out for me. Having found the source of the high-flying oddities, I made my way over to what I soon realized was a poorly made-up clown. The wind intensified and began gusting from all directions. Quickly, I found myself in the storm-tossed waves of a grain field, and no less steady for the solid ground beneath me, as it seemed to be deliberately quaking and twisting, trying to steal me from my feet. I was lashed by wind-whipped stalks and buffeted by monsoon-strength squalls. Even some of the pockets of denser shadow began to uproot and tumble toward me. The gelatinous pitch struck me and spread out like clots of spider webbing, entangling me in a sticky fabric of tangible darkness. From close beside my ear, I heard my father roaring into the wind for me to take him up. And I did just that, raising him high into the twisting, perpetual dusk. I swung him without reserve or design, allowing my benefactor's hunger to deliver him where he wished to go. The satisfying crunch of failing bone occurred in tandem with a brief interruption of my father's momentum. The wind died immediately, and my rageful ancestor lay on the other side of what was once a whole clown, now only a dead thing that lay in two pieces among the flitting stalks and pooling shadows, a gray balloon still clutched in its hand. Fascinatingly, the clown's innards consisted of little more than a fragile scaffolding of cartilaginous-looking plant matter and a smattering of transposed, decaying human parts. Finishing touches, perhaps, to make the whole thing marginally believable. As I drew closer to the false clown, I observed the multitude of corpses scattered all around its booth of drab inflatables. The bodies were honeycombed with feasting roots. Even the soil seemed to be leaching blood directly from the pores of the reposed husks. I had just turned to leave the killing field to its strange business when I heard the gentle sound of soil being slowly displaced. Something in the likeness of a tow-headed little girl was being methodically pushed up through the topsoil, her dirty hair barely catching the honeyed glimmer from the remaining fragments of daylight. At the very moment the thing's eyes opened, it spoke in the sweetest voice, pleading. Please help me. I'm lost, and I can't find my mommy. Just then, the wind picked up again, and the patches of thickened shadow stirred. I patted the clever decoy upon its overly soft head, eliciting a wet and brittle sound. Quickly departing the patch of monstrous earth and its sugared lure, I couldn't help but wish it luck securing its next meal. Indeed, the lovely Dorothy was wrong. There was truly no place like nowhere. Mom. 
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hi, this is Craig Robinson from Ways to Win, and support for this podcast comes from Invesco QQQ the official ETF of the NCAA. The future isn't scary, not realizing its potential, however, could be. Just like on the recruiting trail, I've seen potential come in many forms as a coach. Learn more at Invesco.com QQQ. Let's rethink possibility. Invesco Distributors, Inc. <laughs> 